Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So today, we are lucky to have a very special guest, Julie Borowski, who is both an old friend of mine and also the author of the amazing kids book, Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza. So Julie, welcome to the podcast. We're so happy to have you. Hey, thanks for having me on. Of course. Brittany, I'm I'm excited about this because I'm often asked, okay, I got the Tuttle Twins books for my kids. What else is there? And so there's there's a whole other book. It's great. There's a whole other book. So Julie, do you want to tell us a little bit about your book? Sure. So as you said, it's Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza. And I wanted to write a children's book for a long time because a lot of parents came up to me and said that their kids like watching me on YouTube. And I was like, huh, that is so cool. Like it wasn't meant for kids, but I guess I have kind of a goofy personality. So I have all these kids fans. So I was like, huh, I want to do something for the kids. And I don't want to write like a super political book. Like I don't, it's kind of creepy. So I was like, huh, I want to talk about economics, but I don't want to be preachy. I want to make a fun book that educates kids about economics. What can I do? Well, I thought, you know, Leonard Reed's um, I Pencil is one of my favorite essays. It talks about how many people are involved in making one one pencil. And that's a really easy, really an awesome story that kids will understand and learn from. But like maybe mix it up a little bit, something that kids may like enjoy even more. And I thought, well, hmm, pizza, right? Like most every kid loves pizza. (laughs) So like, hmm, let's do like a simple cheese pizza. Every kid's like, oh, that's really simple and easy to make. Just like a pencil, they think it's easy to make. But you have to think about all the people involved in making a pizza, millions of people from all over the world, and there's no central planner. So it's kind of talks about goes through how to make a pizza, and it just includes just a couple people involved throughout the story. So it teaches kids about division of labor, spontaneous order, all that economic jargon. But in a fun, kind of silly book, there's even like a fart joke that I squeezed in there about cutting the cheese. <laughs> uh, a lot of boys, a lot of uh, dads said the boys like that one. So it's it's fun. It's educational. And I've had a lot of people who bought the book for their relatives and they said their relatives liked it too. So it's not just like, oh, for only libertarians or, you know, only conservatives. It's, I really think it's just kind of an educational book for kids about economics. Now, Julie, one of the questions we get asked as children's book authors is, is you know, what age range uh, is best? So for your book, Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza, what is kind of the target age range? So I have a two and a half year old and he actually loves the book a little too much, uh, especially when he was a little bit younger, he would eat the books and tear out the pages. So I would not <laughs> advise you for babies or, you know, two-year-olds, but probably I've had three-year-olds really like it. So I would say it's probably a more younger than the title twins. I would say like three to six to seven is probably the age range that we're going for here. That's great. And let me ask you, um, you you kind of built a name for yourself, as you mentioned, with your YouTube channel. You've put out a lot of videos over time. Why, like, you have kind of an interesting format too, right? You use a little bit of, like, satire. And so how, how have you kind of found it um, effective to try and, you know, teach people or persuade people? Uh, what, what kind of approaches have you taken in kind of, 
you know, doing your videos and now even your book and trying to kind of get the message across to other people? I would say I'm a very to the point person. Uh, I feel like a lot of people who have the same ideals as me, they like to write long essays or do hour long videos of them talking. Um, I like my videos to be five minutes or less, just to the point. Here's my opinion. This is why I think this. And I like to make it a little bit more interesting. Whereas, you know, sometimes I wear costumes or sometimes I tell jokes and kind of lighten the mood. Um, I was watching a lot of YouTube videos back in 2010, 2011, and I kind of copied their formats um, and kind of, you know, short to the point videos. Um, I think those tend to get shared more often on social media because people want really concise information. So that's what kind of what I do. So one thing, Julia, that I would like you to talk to our listeners about is how you got started in all this, um, because it's been goodness, over, over like 10 years now, I think, but how you got started making YouTube videos, what led you to do that and why you're still making them today? Uh, sure. So I found out about libertarianism in 2004, <laughs> uh, when I was in high school, I took the world's smallest political quiz online. It said I was a libertarian, Googled that. And I was like, huh, that's pretty cool. This is my political beliefs, but I didn't know really what to do with it. Um, and it wasn't until 2007, I found out about Ron Paul on Facebook. I was in a Republicans Against the Patriot Act Facebook group or something like that. And someone said, Google Ron Paul. So I did. And then, you know, it was kind of all history from there, but I got into like the Ron Paul campaign on Facebook and all this kind of stuff. And at the time I was actually an elementary education major. Um, I thought I wanted to be an elementary school teacher. And someone was like, why don't you be a political science major? Because you're so political. Because I was just spamming my Facebook and my, my space actually page back then. <laughs> and I was like, huh, like, but I don't want to be like a politician. I don't want to be in the government or anything. And I kind of found out about like the Cato Institute in DC, like libertarian think tanks. I was like, that's what I want to do. Well, I applied to the Cato Institute like maybe five or six times and they turned me down every time. So I've actually found out about FreedomWorks. I had had very limited knowledge about them, but I was like, oh, okay, limited government, free markets. That sounds like me. And they took me on as an intern and I got hired there as a staff writer. And then I started making uh, YouTube videos actually after I got hired in 2011. It is kind of a weird story because I was a big Ron Paul supporter. And my boss actually asked me to do a TV interview for him one time about Ron Paul because he couldn't do it. And I was like, huh, I don't want to be on TV. This sounds like amazing opportunity, but like, I'm so scared that I'm going to just like poop my pants on live national TV. <laughs> so, but actually I didn't get the interview because the producer came back to my boss and said, okay, this Julie girl, like she seems cute. That was her words, but we don't have any videos of her talking or anything. So we're not going to put this random, you know, 20 two-year-old girl on our news. Um, so I was like, huh, okay, you know, maybe to advance my career, I need to put out videos online. That was kind of my, I wasn't like trying to be like a YouTube like person. I was like, I need to put videos to send to these producers to show that I could be on TV to talk about Ron Paul. <laughs> 
So I started a YouTube channel about Ron Paul uh, 2011. And yeah, it's been a while. And so it must have been at some point when you decided that the videos were no longer for that purpose where you started dressing up in costumes and crazy makeup, right? That part came later? Yeah. So like I started... <laughs> Like in 2011, I started just kind of doing, well, they were not professional quality, but like me being like professional as in I would write our blog posts for FreedomWorks and then I would kind of like do like my blogs as videos and post them on my own channel. And FreedomWorks didn't have anything to do with it. It was actually, they did not know about it at first. <laughs> uh, it was just me on my own um, doing these kind of videos. But it wasn't until later I kind of showed a little bit more of uh, my personality and people really liked that. And I was trying to separate myself because you know, as a young girl or female, whatever I am, um, a lot of people would say, oh, you know, you must have like a boyfriend writing your videos for you. Or, you know, they they must just put you in front of the camera like I was an actress or something. And that really bothered me because I did everything by myself. So I was like, you know what, I need to be a little bit more different and uh, more than just a talking head. So I kind of did some jokes and kind of did silly stuff. And, you know, I can do like facial expressions people like. So I kind of realized that I kind of wanted to be different than everyone else. And I think I accomplished that maybe a little too well at times. <laughs> you, it's interesting you mentioned, Julie, that you're, you were looking into doing elementary education earlier on and, and now kind of full circle you know, you've got this uh, book for kids. Why do you think, th this is a question I get a lot. I, I'd love to ask you and get your thoughts. Why do you think it's important to teach, you know, economic or civic or political ideas to younger children? Well, I think they already are being taught that in public schools. I know I was definitely taught that uh, more of the government, civic education schools, but it tends to be more one-sided. And a lot of people say, you know, oh, are you trying to indoctrinate kids by writing this book? And well, no, I'm trying to educate kids. And I feel like a lot of times in public schools, it is more indoctrination where they only tell one side of the story. I want to tell the other side of the story here. Here's free market economics. And I don't want kids to like only read my book. Like that's the only book they're going to ever read. I want kids to be exposed to different viewpoints and really learn how to think, not what to think. I want them to develop critical thinking skills. So I want them to say, oh, I read this book. And like, I even want them to question it with their parents. Like, okay, what did we learn? Is there any questions? Like challenge my thinking a little bit. I like that as opposed to, oh, this book is right. You know, I want kids to be exposed to different viewpoints because, you know, they need to be taught, you know, how to think. That's definitely going to help them in the future. So, yeah, it is important to talk to kids as early as possible to get them exposed to, here, here's the other side of the story. You know, Julie, back in the day, I remember your YouTube uh, handle. I think it might still be. It was Token Libertarian Girl. I know you've talked about this before, but we might not have had a whole lot of girls in the movement or females in the movement back in the day. But do you think that that's changed now as you're looking at this, you know, 10 plus years later? Yeah, I do think there's a lot more women that I see um, on social media um, conferences. I've seen more women coming um, out. I think there's a lot more women involved than people seem to think. 
I think when you look at like the quote unquote celebritarians, it tends to be mostly men. And I feel like that's kind of just like the male personality to put themselves out there. I'm not trying to offend anyone here. Okay. But I just (laughs) think that men kind of, you know, put themselves, here's what I think. Here's my opinion. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to write a book. Like I'm very wise. I'm going to tell you what I think. Right. It's kind of like the very confident personality types tend to be more men where I think women, you know, I don't want to say they're more shy about sharing their opinions, but they're more likely to, you know, oh, let me organize this conference type of thing. When I deal with a lot of conferences, almost all the time the organizer is a woman. Um, So there is women involved in the movement, but maybe they take a different position. They may be, you know, the treasurer of a group. They may be the organizer of a group, but they're not the ones on that stage where, you know, men are more likely to take the microphone and tell you what they think type of personality. So I think it is kind of a personality difference why there's not that many women uh, front and center. But we do have a lot more libertarian women in the movement than it seems at times. Julie, we have done a number of episodes about the importance of entrepreneurship and talking to kids about the benefits that come from, you know, starting a small business and all the things that you can learn. And so you might say, you know, in a few ways, you know, you have a YouTube channel. I'm guessing that, you know, you can earn a little bit of money from that. And uh, you've been one of the kind of top affiliates for Tuttle Twins, right? Sharing that and making some money that way. You're an author now, and so you're selling books, but you also started an awesome company, Liberty Junkies. So I want you to talk uh, a little bit about, you know, entrepreneurship. What kind of, so what is Liberty Junkies? And then like, do you see yourself as an entrepreneur and what kind of lessons have you learned along the way that might be useful to the kids out there? Yeah, I I do a lot of stuff. Um, I'm actually mostly a stay-at-home mom. So it's really important for me to make my own money on my own terms. Whereas, you know, most jobs these days aren't that flexible for parents. Most jobs are, you know, nine to five in the office. Hopefully coronavirus may be one positive thing that may change that a little bit. But like, I want to be with my kids and see them grow up and be an extremely flexible schedule. So I did start my own business and I sell a lot of shirts and mugs and all kinds of things on my website. And I designed everything myself. So I had no idea how to design anything, but I wanted it to do be from me. I'm kind of like, I want everything to be like my own ideas. Like I don't want to hire anyone else to like pretend to be me online or anything. I know some people do that, but I kind of learned how to design all this stuff. So you look, there's a lot of like stickers and all kinds of things. And there's really kind of fun and silly libertarian-ish ideas. But yeah, I wanted to start my own money because I think uh, I can want to raise my own son and my own kids at home and have that financial freedom. We talk a lot about freedom, but financial freedom is so important. Like I don't want to be dependent on anyone. You know, I want to go out and buy my own things and not have to, you know, ask somebody's permission, my spouse's permission. Can I go buy this with your money? I wanted to have my own money, but I want to spend time with my children. So yeah, I have the YouTube channel that makes a little money, but I also have libertyjunkies.com where uh, people can buy things from me. So it is kind of me contributing to my financial freedom, which is so important. And yeah, I guess I am an entrepreneur. It seems like 
I guess kind of weird for me to say, but yeah, uh, lessons I've learned along the way. Oh gosh, I think patience <laughs> is a big one. Um, you know, when people don't buy things right away um, to kind of like, okay, let's go back to the drawing board and see, you know, what, what we can do differently as opposed to, you know, just saying, oh, screw this, I'm done. Um, so patience, perseverance, and just keep trying. Uh, you're probably not going to get the right thing right off the bat. Um, so I try different designs and upload things and eventually sometimes you get it and it's awesome feeling, but yeah, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. I think that's a great message for youth because, you know, you've had to learn a lot along the way. I mean, maybe like graphic design and e-commerce and web development. And like, there's a lot of things when you become an entrepreneur that, you know, you have to wear uh, many hats. Brittany, you've talked about this before as well, about just how you're having to learn all kinds of new things. I think that's kind of admirable and, and it really shows like a real face to, um, you know, what you have to kind of learn and stumble through as you're trying to figure out how to become an entrepreneur. Absolutely. And it's like, I think we, you and I talked about this, like I'm not an accountant, right? But you have to learn how to be like an accountant and learn how to invoice and do all this stuff. So I think you're absolutely right. Uh, Julie, what kind of parting message would you give? You you teach a lot. Uh, you know, your content, I think, is family friendly, right? That's why a lot of kids have, have watched your videos. They're kind of silly and maybe they don't understand like all the references and things that maybe the, the adults will. But um, what, what maybe let me ask you the, the question this way as we conclude here. What uh, what kind of drives you? What's like your motivating reason by, you know, now uh, many years later doing these videos and doing the book and doing Liberty Junkies? I mean, knowing you, it's not just about making money as great as that is, as you just mentioned, having other streams of income. What What's motivating you to do all this? Um, I do like to see people's messages they send me. Um, even when I first started YouTube, uh, 2011, as you said, like I would get messages from kids um, and their parents talking about how they like watching my videos. And I think just making people happy is really, is really something really cool. Like, oh, I made somebody's day better by watching something that I did. I've, a lot of parents send me pictures of their kids reading my books. And that's really cool. And they say, oh, this is my fa kid's favorite book. Like, they make me read this book every night to them. Um, I think that's really cool. And one thing since becoming a parent, I kind of said on Twitter today, it's kind of made me a less of a a-hole. <laughs> um, in that I, you know, a lot of my content, not a lot, but maybe some of my content was more, you know, oh, let's trigger the libs, let's trigger, trigger liberals, you know, let's mock people and I think I've kind of toned that down since having a kid and realized, you know, or like trying to make people anxious or trying to make people stir up some like emotions in people. Um, just I try to be a, a nice, a better person. And hopefully by watching my content, it makes them happier. And, you know, maybe, hey, let's strive to be a, you know, a better person, a less angry person, because I think there is a lot of libertarians who are quite angry. Yeah. And, and I think just the climate uh, in general, uh, you know, people are kind of, I think, getting right now, fatigued. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Getting very fatigued with all the animosity and everything out there. So uh, guys, at the show notes uh, page for today, uh, head to TuttleTwins.com slash podcast. We will link to all of Julie's content, her YouTube channel. You can just go straight over to LibertyJunkies.com. I mean, I even realized you've got stuff for babies now, like onesies and oh, toddler yeah. stuff. 
I have yeah, all you're like... kids, uh, kids' clothes. Oh, I actually made a line called Boys Roll. Since I have a son, I've noticed that there's not a lot of boy empowerment stuff. So I even That's have great. That. Yeah, you, you're becoming an empire over there of liberty-friendly <laughs> uh, merch. So check it out. Uh, Julie, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, Brittany, that was, I think, a great episode. Uh, really good to see kind of entrepreneurship in action yeah. and 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 especially the book too. Like as a children's book author myself, I'm like, we need way more people out there doing stuff like this. So super fun. Until uh, until next time, we'll chat with you later. Uh, guys, remember to head to teletwins.com slash podcast and uh, Brittany, we'll see you next time. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out tuttletwins.com for more awesome content.